0: Music to in the therapy. Music to moving the therapy.
1: Music to in the therapy. <laughs> yes. Hello. Hi guys. It's the wheel. It is the wheel. <gasps> does the does the wheel of fortune fortune have a theme song?
0: I don't know, but I was just thinking, are you gonna sing a wheel song <laughs> right now?
1: Yes, I need to. Um, what is
0: the wheel of fortune theme song i don't know it's probably not like is the circle of life technically a wheel song because Mm. the wheel is a
1: circle it's the circle i think at this point we will have to um you know open things up you know yeah that's what i think of all right circle of life it is there we go
0: That's honestly a great segue into the intervention I'm going to talk about today.
1: Heck yeah, welcome to the wheel. The wheel's where we tell you interventions. Go! Here we go.
0: So, I am telling you guys about an intervention that can be an assessment session. An intervention that can integrate a lot of different music therapy goals into what you are doing. So, to tell you about this, I need you to know that I created some movie posters. And movie posters just like found them on Google, printed them, and basically it's movies like Frozen or Moana or... Tangled or it doesn't just have to be princess movies, but those different movies (laughs) trolls trolls Yes, any of the movies that have music that I typically use within my setting I cut them out and I laminated them to be able to bring to the bedside So in this I bring them to the bedside to provide a variety of goals and I'll start with the assessment session I use these to help patients make choices So I primarily work in the Pediatric Intensive Care Unit, and I work with a lot of kids who have tracheostomies or who are on respiratory support.
1: Can you tell people, like, what that looks like if they have never seen those?
0: I don't know that I've ever explained what one looks like, but I will. Basically, a trach is a tube in your esophagus... I don't know that it's, it's not actually in your esophagus, but it's in your airway. And so as compared to being having a tube down your throat to help you breathe, it's like they create a hole and put a tube in so that they can put air directly into your lungs because you can't protect your airway.
1: Yeah. It's a surgical procedure. It literally just like looks like a tube going in the your, base of your throat. Th- yeah. I'm trying to think of
0: what determines what's right there, but... All of that to say I deal with a lot of patients that have tracheostomies or that are on some sort of respiratory support that makes it where it's really difficult for them to communicate and so I made these pictorial references to be able to bring to the bedside and provide choice. So with these there's a variety of things that I have done. I have I want to say like up to 10 now I have a lot of posters now but on each on the front it's just the poster it's like you see Coco like you saw it at the movies and then on the back i have you can print but i have handwriting that you can read like it's printed so i write the different songs within the movies so there are different ways i go about using this intervention i'll bring it to the bedside provide choice which song do you want to hear patient can't communicate verbally and they don't have any sort of communication device or pictorial references at their bedside and they're able to point or look and help me to know what to play. So this provides some autonomy and choice within session that might be lost with these more complex patients that are cognitively with me, but functionally are unable to communicate how you and I would sometimes. So we pick a song, we go on, we do our session and I move on from there. This is just a way for us to communicate something in my toolbox, if you will. Well, another thing that I do, another, Mm -hmm. (laughs) another thing that I use these for is to provide a memory recall session where I can help kind of assess a patient's cognitive ability or cognitive baseline by playing a song and seeing if they recognize it by selecting the movie that it's from. So to be able to do this, I have had family at baseline to be, my words are broken. Okay, I have had family at bedside to be able to establish a baseline for me for the patient's cognitive ability to say, they know these movies, they know these songs, this is something that would be very easy for them or vice versa, they wouldn't. So it's either a goal that we're working on to help them build that memory recall as they wean off of these medications that are becoming more able to communicate or I'm seeing where we're at now in the process of weaning or if they had a traumatic brain injury, a TBI or something like that, we're just seeing where we're at. So all of this to say, there are endless places that this can go with the poster boards. This is what I have done. I think there's, uh,
1: she said poster boards, but they're like the size of a, a card. Right. Like they're a the size. Card.
0: So I have, I started them out with them being the size of a business card. Are too small so now i'm making them more the size of an index card because we also have individuals that have um, visual differences and so i want to be able to accommodate those and so they're about the size of an index card and i print them and i write on them and then i laminate them and then they just literally live in my bag and they're an easy grab bag for any patient that is younger or that pres- that is chronologically older but developmentally younger it's a great assessment tool to be able to see Okay, do they recognize these songs? Are they able to select and make choices? How do they communicate? Do they communicate with their eyes? Are they able to move their hands? What's their functioning level? Before we get into instrument play and providing them opportunities, because I want to allow them to be successful. And so this is a good assessment to see cognitively, what do they understand and where could we go in music therapy?
1: Yeah, there's a billion ways you can go with that too. This is just like a great like core thing to have in your toolbox as far as like, I can picture taking this to Hemonk, And I have a kid who's really guarded, really flat, really shy, and they don't want to verbalize to me, but they can choose one or two. They can point Mm -hmm. to which one they want to hear so I can assess what they like. I did something similar with, like, um, toddlers and, like, preschoolers, but with, like, wheels on the bus, Mm -hmm. twinkle, twinkle, little star, so that way they could, like, make choices and with like the visual reference.
0: Absolutely. There are very attainable choices with those visual references and you're adapting your session to be able to help these patients communicate in a different way. For some of my patients in the PICU, this, they just got this tube that helps them breathe this tracheostomy. And so as they're coming to their cognitive, abilities might have changed or they haven't at all and so their communication looks very different as they become rehabilitated they can get passy valves they can get valves put on their trach so that they're able to speak but it's difficult and different because they have to learn a different airway pattern I don't know tons about that to be fair to you guys but all of that to say this can bridge the gap initially with patients that do not have any sort of augmented communication device
1: yeah that's awesome I even think of I have a kid in behavioral health who's on the spectrum and he has a lot of, or he has like on his um, door, like these visual choices that he can make. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times in my sessions with him, I've just kind of like picked songs that like I've been told he likes, but this is a great way to be able to like literally give him visuals to choose. Mm-hmm. Truly. So I love that. Yeah. Any, anything
0: that you can do to help kind of bridge the gap when it comes to communication. I know that I am reinventing not reinventing the wheel that this is pe- things that you guys have done probably and i appreciate that so much and there's so many different ways that you could use this beyond just an assessment beyond memory recall beyond helping them reach self-expression in a later music therapy session or learn what kind of music they enjoy to be able to do more therapy I have done also songwriting with these, being able to pick out words or parts of the songs that the child love and then let the child put the posters in order and then we sing the lyrics of the song. That's something that Danielle also likes to do with songwriting for other interventions like the summertime one that Mm. she's talked about before, but this is kind of the same intervention, different, more attainable for this age patient. Um, And I am the one that has the lyrics, but they're still able to make the choices of the songs and the areas that they like.
1: I love that. It's kind of one of those things where, like, I did this a lot in internship, but I haven't done it professionally. You ever just, like, forget something that's in your toolbox? Straight up. And then, like, two years later, you're like, oh, my God. This is so useful. Why was I not doing this? Yeah, exactly. So My other one's emojis. Yeah, I love the emojis. Oh, my gosh. yeah, it's, like, extremely – I mean – You know, you may or may not already have this in your toolbox, but if you don't, this is, like, a really attainable way to have a visual, um, and reach a lot of, um kids i mean i don't yeah, know how to, to, those
0: yeah to meet a meet a lot of differing ability levels and communication styles and kids that are either three or four or just have a difference of communication within the hospital system
1: 100 yeah, percent.
0: so this to tell you guys this is not something that we're going to be posting on our website for you to buy because copyright A lot of the posters are of the movies that I said, like Moana and Frozen and Coco and Princess and the Frog and Trolls and Sing 1 and Sing 2. All of these, you can easily look up on Google and crop them and paste them and then print them and do exactly what I'm telling you.
1: Laminate them because they're wipeable.
0: Yes, laminate them and then you can use them forever, which is really, really helpful. But just to tell you guys, you're not going to see this up on the website, but this is something that is free for you that you can definitely do for yourself and just have it in your back pocket. That's super helpful.
1: Yeah. Let us know if you do something similar, if you do the same thing, how else it functions in your practice. And thanks for tagging along with us today. Sweet. See you guys later.